0: Okay, so as you know, the latest Department of Housing uh, homeless report is out. Uh, figures for June show yet another uh, significant rise, another historic high, uh, 12,600 adults and children, over 3,800 children. It's important to mention that we've seen increases across all categories of homelessness, so not just families and children, but single people, uh, and also for the first time in some months, an increase in pension or homelessness. Um, it, it is very clear that uh, this government's plan isn't working. Uh, They've been in government uh, for three years under the current uh, incarnation, seven years together through Confidence and Supply, Uh, Fine 12 years, and we have never had homeless figures like these, and they are going to continue. Uh, uh, So my view at this point is very, very clear. Uh, This government has run out of road on homelessness. Uh, They need to go, Uh, uh, their Minister for Housing needs to go, and their housing plan needs to go, and until we get a government uh, that is serious about tackling the underlying causes of this housing and homelessness crisis, things are going to get worse.
1: I be in particular around uh, family homelessness, that seems, that's I think it's a four year high for that, particularly long stays for a lot number of families who have been there for a year, two years in some cases as well. I mean, are you concerned about the ongoing impact for these people and what do you think are the reasons why that element of homelessness is, seeing, so, is being so exacerbated at this point in
0: time? Yeah, so the, the high point in child and family homelessness was the autumn of 2019, kind of September, October, November uh, of that period. Um, and what changed that was Owen Murphy's COVID ban on, on evictions, because that led to a dramatic reduction in the number of families, in particular with children in emergency accommodation. When Daryl O'Brien ended the COVID ban on evictions, so that would have been in April uh, 2021, 20, uh, Uh, we saw a a persistent increase in the number of families and children. We still haven't returned to that September-October 2019 high. We are perilously close to it. Um, There is a higher number of families in emergency accommodation now than ever before, uh, but the number of children is still uh, a little bit shy of of the 29 high point. Uh, And there are two causes of it. The first is In the last three years, the number of family exits from emergency accommodation has collapsed. Uh, It has uh, flown down to a trickle, in part because before that the majority of exits were into uh, the private rental sector with homeless app. uh, That sector is contracting, so there's less and less places for people to go. Uh, And also the number of families with children presenting has now returned to its um, uh, uh, 2018-2019 figures. My big concern is I'm still dealing with an awful lot of families who are overholding. Uh, some of them are trying to find alternative accommodations, some of them are trying to convince their landlords to do tenant in situ, some of the landlords are engaging in the tenant in situ process, but it's still very, very slow. Um, and at some point I think we are going to see a further increase in family presentations. Uh, and all the while, uh, Dara Bryan still hasn't released his social affordable housing uh, delivery uh, uh, figures for the Quarter 1 or Quarter 2 of this year. We know he's 30% behind uh, his capital spending projections according to the Department of Finance as of July Um, and that leads me to suspect that certainly in the first half of this year once again he's missing his social and affordable housing targets. So if there's no private rental for people to exit to, if we're not ramping up social housing delivery and if the number of family presentations is increasing, that means the homeless figures are going to increase in the time ahead and that's very worrying.
1: When you couple it with the information from the census about how reliant now people are on the rental sector including older people, a record number of people who are over the age of 65 who are dependent on the rental sector, you couple it with these information, the increasing number of emergency accommodation, this seems like it's going to be a very long, long long-term problem to try and unwind. I mean, how long is it going to take to try and put this right? Because it doesn't seem like there's, you know, this isn't something that's going to take a matter of months to fix, is it?
0: Well the first thing is is you need to remember that that is a consequence of deliberate government policy. So for for uh, three decades, but particularly over the last 12 years, government policy has been uh, to subsidize an ever increasing number of people living in the private rental sector through HAP, RAS, and rent supplement uh, while at the same time not providing an adequate volume of social or affordable homes. Threshold and Alone only a couple of months ago you remember uh, published a report on the experience of, of older people in the private rental sector. Over 55s in particular over 65s and what they were saying is for the vast majority of those people that sector uh, is too volatile too insecure and too expensive Um, to answer your question I i think if you had a change of government a government that was willing not only to increase investment to deliver those much-needed 20,000 social affordable homes every year, but cut away the red tape that's holding back our local authorities' and approved housing bodies, you could start to make progress uh, uh, pretty speedily. I mean, for example, there's 181 people over the age of uh, uh, 65 in emergency accommodation. You could resolve that in a matter of months. Nobody in receipt of a pension should be homeless, full stop. And if government decided to do that, uh, and as, as I've said many times before, uh, uh, put a call out for a framework agreement for high-grade uh, uh, 3D volumetric uh, modular housing development, they could end pensioner homelessness in a matter of months. Uh, obviously we have 16, 1,700 families, so it would take longer and we have almost 6,000 singles. Uh, But if government wanted to dramatically reduce the number of people in emergency accommodation, year on year they could do it. How do we know? They did in Finland. Finland is no richer than we are, they're not any smarter than we are. Their government took a decision, implemented that decision, and that's why they have virtually eradicated long-term homelessness. While we're at record levels of homelessness, I mean, housing charities that I spoke to today will say that, you know, it takes time and um, the government is on the right track. They will acknowledge that. Um, so, do you not think that maybe calling for them to go is just going to destabilise this, You're to start all over again? I don't know how anybody truly and honestly can say the government is on the right track. Uh, the government uh, expects that 30,000 new homes will be delivered this year. The same government is now accepting what we've said for years, that we probably need about 50,000 new homes this year. Uh, these people have been in power uh, as I said, 12 years for Fine Gael, 7 years for Fianna Fáil. How much more time do they need? And during all of that time, uh, uh, not only homelessness is increasing, rents are increasing. The census figures yesterday, very importantly, average rents, not new rents, average rents up 37% uh, uh, in the period of the last Confidence Supply Government done this. House prices are continuing to rise and we have a government that's missing their social and affordable housing targets. So when I listen to Micheál Martin today saying that uh, they had turned a corner uh, and things were moving in the right direction, I don't know what planet he's living on. Because if you go and talk to the single people, or the families with children in emergency accommodation, or overholding with notices to quit, or paying 2,000 euros a month for rent in Dublin, or desperately trying to buy a home and not able to, or waiting 10 to 14 years on a council list for an allocation, they don't think this government is doing things right. They don't think things are moving in the right direction. So I have to say, the longer Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael remain in power, the worse this housing crisis is going to get. Uh, and I think what we need is a quick general election. Uh, obviously, we then have to wait to see uh, uh, the mandates that the public give. But we are firmly of the view, it is not until you have a government led by Sinn Féin with a radically different housing policy are you going to see this mess created by Fianna and Fianna Gael uh, turned around. How serious are you about this? We're in recess and so do you actually, are you going to put a motion forward in September or what's going to happen? Uh, No, uh, first of all you can't because there's already been emotional confidence in in the minister. Uh, But I've been saying this for several years. Uh, I am deadly serious about this. Come to my constituency clinic Ava. Any Monday or any Friday, come and sit with me, listen to the stories of families, families with good jobs, uh, uh, families who had been living in the same rental accommodation for 10 or 15 years. Uh, and those people cannot wait in the hope that a coalition of parties who essentially for seven years uh, have been driving record levels of house prices, rents and homelessness should be given more time uh, and I agree with them. So how serious I am, deadly serious and if the government called an election tomorrow, we wouldn't be found wanting.